obedience, my little deviants. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the goo that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is the spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every <laughs> you know, bruh. All right. That was weird. We're done with that. Let's sniff some aromatherapy. That's a good way to start the show. We're going to sniff some aromatherapy. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm your host, Caleb. I'm here with uh, your favorite of all time, Kim, here for Amityville, the best the best time of her life. Greatest thing. The Woo. thing that she loves to do the most. Ooh, Kimmy Cricket. But before we get into Amityville, <laughs> we're going to do something else right now. We're going to play a game. A game! And for anyone that watches my other show, Donkey Fellatio, you're probably really familiar with Super Fight by, by now because we played a lot of times. But if you haven't watched, Super Fight is a debate game where uh, two people go up against each other. You have different characters that you can be. You have different powers. You're fighting in a random area. And then another person has to decide who won the debate. So since we don't have a third person here, the audience is going to decide. You guys, you listening right there, tell us who wins at the end of this me so we're gonna play super fight and this is actually the super fight horror edition so i think it's gonna have a fun little twist on it i'm really crossing my fingers that there's gonna be some kind of amityville card in here and hopefully it's one of these six but i have no idea haven't played this yet so no idea i don't i have not played this at all yet i just got this so kim (laughs) these are the possible characters you can be you could pick one you can be slender mad or slender man i said that so weird Samara, okay. who is uh, the girl from the ring, or you could be mm-hmm. Kayako, the girl from the grudge. I'm gonna be Slender Man because I feel like I already kind of am Slender. Yeah, Man you kind of look life. like Slender Man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. You should. You guys should see me in wide leg pants. I really look like Slender Man. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be Slender Man because I feel like uh, I already kind of channel him. Okay, now you're gonna pick two powers. So okay. you can have the shining. You can wear the flayed skin of your victims, or you're calling opponent from inside the house. <laughs> or I'm what? You're, calling? So basically, you're ghost face calling from inside of the house. Like, you're calling me, your opponent, inside of the house. You're not literally ghost face, but you're calling the other person inside the house. I don't like um, really any of these, but I'm going to say... <laughs> I what was the first one again? You have the shining. Let's do that. Okay, so you have the shining, you can pick one more. You're either calling your opponent from inside the house or you're wearing the flayed skin of your oh. victims. What would be the purpose of wearing the flayed skin? I'm going to I'm going to do the call from the call from the house. I would I would say the other one is intimidation. Who needs that? So so far you are slenderman and you have the shining and you're calling the opponent from inside the house. Okay. Okay. Um mine I can be Norman Bates, Nosferatu. Or poltergeist. So I already know what you're gonna pick. Shit. Actually, that's kind of hard because okay, 
I don't really want to be Norman Bates because I feel like what? I could lose really easily with that, even though I want to be him. Nosferatu Fair. is kind of just a fucking bumbling idiot who literally does nothing, so I don't know about that. Poltergeist, I guess I could throw a house around and stuff. Can I be, like, what's her name? Griselda or whatever the, or whatever her no. name is? No, you have to be what the card says. Gratilda? I don't remember her name. Okay, um, I guess out of this, I'll be Nosferatu. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna, really I'm gonna be Nosferatu. Okay. And then, okay, so I have three possible powers. I can be the child of Satan. I can catch opponent by walking, no matter how fast they run. Or I could be wearing a creepy Halloween mask. Okay, so I guess creepy Halloween mask doesn't do me much. So I'm going to be Nosferatu, and I'm also the child of Satan. And I can, I can catch my opponent by walking, no matter how fast they run. So that's that's pretty good so far. All right, and we have a couple possible terrains that we can be at. We could either be at Transylvanian Castle, Abandoned Shopping Mall, or the Wax Museum. Wait, Transylvania, Transyl say it again? Transylvanian Castle, Abandoned Shopping Mall, or Wax Museum. Ooh, that's hard. I'm going to put my vote in for the Transylvanian Castle. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Okay, so we're fighting at the Transylvanian Castle, and our last wild card is all fighters are oblivious to danger. <laughs> all fighters are oblivious. To so we just have no sense of... We Yeah, we can't tell that there's a bad thing going on. <laughs> oh, jeez. Even better. For both of us, so we have to keep that in mind at all times. We're both very oblivious. Okay, okay. Okay, so, um, Kim, since you've never played the game before, I'm going to go ahead and let you start off. Tell me why you're Slenderman with The Shining and um, calling the opponent inside the house would beat my Nosferatu, the Satan child with that can catch opponents walking. Because Slenderman is an intellect, so he can, you know, from the documentary, he can convince anybody to pretty much do anything, even when he's not around. Is that all you? Is that it? That's your whole. <laughs> that's that's my opening statement. Okay, so that's a that's strong. <laughs> okay, that, that's my opening statement. Okay, well, I'm gonna go ahead and say that um, I'm a vampire, so I don't have, I I can't be susceptible to your shit because I can just use like my little like trancy shit on you and trance you up and turn you into i can make you do whatever i want because i'm a vampire so i'm gonna go ahead and say that both of those are null and void so that power doesn't do anything um are you wait hold on hold on hold on and slender man is really slow yes he just kind of creeps around and whatnot i've never really seen him run so well let me let me just hold on hold on hold okay on. okay go ahead if you're a vampire you're extremely limited man because you can really only come out at night so, like, how are you going to compete with somebody that has uh, all day to fight? And I only had the wee hours to fight with you? I'm gonna all go I got to do is, like, flash a light in your face. Hold on, hold on. Let's stop. Then I'm going to go ahead. Dead. Hold on. Let, I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to go ahead and say you fucked up because you agreed to fight at the Transylvanian Castle. So Whatever. we are actually inside of my home right now. Fine. Fine. Deal. So, so I'm doing pretty fine on that. Um, okay. And also, you're very slow. You're slender, man. I can catch opponents by walking. Yeah, but I can catch opponents with my mind. I can make little girls stab their friends without me even saying shit. 
Yeah, but that doesn't really apply here. I'm not a little girl, and you can't really use your mind games on well, me. I'm a, I am a... Slender Man can use your mind games on anybody. I'm a very old vampire, and I don't think that I have a brain that's susceptible to Slender Man. Okay, how about this? And also, also, I am the child of Satan, so I just want to throw it in there that I do not think that the child of Satan is susceptible to any of your Slender Man mind game bullshit. Well, let me just start by saying this. Slender Man, once you look at him, he never goes away. He haunts you forever. So all you have to do is look at my big, tall ass, and there you are. You're fucked, sir. You're fucked. I feel like that only applies to humans because I don't know of any story where Slender Man ever stopped a vampire. I don't think that's ever happened. That's because vampires are always in their fucking coffins doing stupid shit charging my energy right exactly so here's another thing you're oblivious to danger so i'm just gonna run up behind you and i'm gonna bite you okay well you're oblivious to danger so i'm just gonna come into your fucking coffin with garlic and fry your ass up on a skillet yeah but you forget again that we are in the transylvanian house so so garlic garlic doesn't work in there no you're not gonna have garlic in there we're tossed into this you think that you think that slender man had time to prepare before this fight like he was like oh i'm gonna go to the grocery store and buy some garlic Slender man eats that's why he's so fucking tall he's like a fucking athlete his bones are strong okay i'm gonna argue that slender man definitely doesn't have garlic on him at all times (laughs) that is gonna be my next argument all right, my argument is that he actually does and that he is an acclaimed chef, and now you're just being a dick. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and say that unless I get, like, some resume evidence or something going on that... Resume? I'm... Yeah, yeah, I need something to prove that Slenderman actually is a chef because I'm going to go ahead and say that that's not the case right now. I also kill animals. What are you looking up on your computer? Here's that. Just... I was going to look up Slenderman's resume. Also, let me just tell you this. Slenderman kills and has been known to kill animals. What are you talking about? So, Dracula literally turns people into demons that kill for him let, and he kills let people. Me, let me finish. Or not Dracula, Nosferatu, but you know what I mean. He's like king what of are, fucking what are What are what are vampires? They're bats. So you're a fucking animal, so I can fucking kill you. What are you talking about? I'm not always an animal. And Nosferatu... Okay, well, I think Nosferatu did turn into a bat, but... Yeah, he did turn into a bat yeah, for sure. I do I remember that. I can fucking kill your but ass. I can choose when to be a bat and when not to be a bat. Why would I choose Doesn't to be a matter. bat around you? I never said I turned into a bat. Let me also let me just let me just break the obvious. Slenderman's fucking classy. He's in a suit and he's always fucking dapper. Have you seen Nosferatu? Pepper just knocked over an entire <laughs> ring light of mine. He's just standing there all like nothing see, happened. All you see was this. <laughs> yeah, it's on top of him now. I literally thought some supernatural shit happened because all I saw was your rig like just fall forward. Pepper, see, Pepper, what Pepper was trying to say is Kim's right. Slenderman's the shit, Caleb. Um, proof that Slenderman is a chef. Guess where he was originated? Creepy pasta. So he's a fucking chef, and I don't make that up. Look it up. Creepy pasta. He's a fucking chef. You're so stupid. In a goddamn suit. You all just heard me. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and say that so f- I- I'm just going to end this here before this goes too far because I feel like me and Kim will end up yelling at each other all day. So, uh, Kim, unless you have any closing arguments, uh, apparently you're a chef, and uh, we'll see what the audience thinks. My closing argument is fuck you. Okay, Woo! well, go ahead and say that you're not a good debater. <laughs> Whatever. 
Let's let the polls. Let's let the polls run it up. All right. We'll do a poll. You know I'll, I'll do. I'll do a Patreon poll. We'll see what people think. We'll see what's going on, and uh, or maybe I'll just do a Twitter poll or something like that. And no, we'll see do an Instagram think. poll. I don't have Twitter. That's why I said do Instagram. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. All right. Deal. Good game. Good game. I would shake your hand, but uh, you're gross. Good game, partner. Okay, anyway, without further ado, let's get into Amityville <laughs> from 1990. This is the Amityville curse. Let's not. Let's get into everything but Amityville curse. And we're, I'm not going to go into the writer and director on this one too much because it's not as exciting as the last few. Uh, it was like five different people that wrote it, and they all wrote and directed like two other movies together. So I think they're just like a gang of just friends who I don't know why they... They probably just did what everyone else does, and they were like, you know what? I can make an Amityville movie, so I'm just going to make an Amityville movie. But this was also early on in it, but this was also a direct-to-video, so I don't know where it lied, laid, I don't know. Um, But also the director, he only directed, like, two other movies, and he's just, like, a big producer. He's produced, like, over 300 movies. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's produced a shit ton of stuff. It was, like, Jeff something, I think. I don't remember his name. doesn't really matter. But uh, he only directed, like, two other movies. So I always wonder, like, how people with that kind of resume end up doing Amityville movies. I mean, I think we've talked about this before. I think they just hit a point where they're like, you know what? I need to do something different. I'm bored. Well, I know that I can always fall back on making an Amityville movie. That's true. I mean, everyone's doing it. Um, we just actually found out today that, guys, that one got released on May 18th of this year. So we already have another one to the franchise. Which one was that? Do you know what the name was? It's a- Anne Amityville Poltergeist. Anne? Wait, Anne? Like a name? Anne? No, like A Amityville. Just Anne. Oh, like an, an Amityville Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's probably literally going to be a mix-up between... Amityville and Poltergeist, and that got released on May 18th, direct-to-video, to no one's surprise. You know, have you ever seen that movie, American Poltergeist? No. Just, no, I've only seen Poltergeist. Okay, I feel like it kind of just feels like what would be an Amityville movie, like, except with, like, ghosts, because there's, like, ghosts in the house, so it's a little exorcist-y, but it's really shitty, okay. and it's just in a house, so, like, I feel like that could just be that movie. And American Poltergeist. Yeah, I covered it on Patreon with Nia a while ago. Mm-mm, I've never seen it. You don't need to. It's nothing special. Um. Well, I can promise you this. I don't plan on watching it. Well, I know Kim is very, very excited to talk about the Amityville curse because a lot happened in this movie. It was really, like, uh, really divisive, uh, really just, like, there's a lot of things in it that you're like, wow, why? I can't believe you would go that far. And, like, why would you do that? Yeah, there's a lot of content in here. I mean, when you think about dialogue, when you think about Leonardo DiCaprio, it's very Mark controversial. Sissi, oh my gosh, it, it it um it's been banned in seventy countries. Um, seventy, seventy, seven zero. Like I said, Martin Scorsese actually wrote a letter to the uh, the press saying, you know, I can't keep doing this shit. I can't keep watching these groundbreaking movies that are just this good or else he's going to have to retire. So that's how good this movie is, guys. That's how fucking good this movie is. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So in this rendition of Amityville, we immediately started out in a church and we see a priest giving a confession and he gets shot and then he gets rolled away and then some frolicking through a park with some birds chirping around you kind of music starts playing. And that's a running theme. Caleb, I'm going to be completely honest. I watched this five times and I have no idea what you're talking about. I watched this three times and this was the one, this was definitely the time I watched it most intently because I had to write notes and I was like, if I don't watch this and really watch, I'm not going to remember anything. But the opening scene to me was a priest playing the piano and a lady runs in with a rat. I don't even know what that scene was. That happened? Wait, are we on, Caleb, did we watch Caleb, different did movies? Did we watch the same movie? I hope so. I don't know. I don't remember that. <laughs> I hope. Okay. Okay. okay let's Caleb, keep. Send me. Send me the cover of the movie that you. Watched. Okay. Hold on. Let's just. How about this? Let's just keep going, and we'll see if it all matches up. <laughs> because your movie automatically sounds ten times better than mine. <laughs> okay. Well, the next thing that I saw was like, okay, the intro took a while after the whole like priest dying thing. And then we meet the new couple moving into a house. Actually, no, 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 Kim. So we did watch the same movie because we talked about, like, what the basis of this movie was before we started recording. Wait, a new couple moves in. I had five people moved into the house. No, okay, so what happened is that Marvin and Debbie moved into the house and Abby, Frank, and Bill were there to help them renovate the house. They were just there for, like, a week or something. They weren't moving in. yes. Okay, okay. We watched the same movie. Okay, okay, okay. We're good. See, we're good. We're good. You know I promise you no priest got shot was flying in a prairie in mine. No, that no, I didn't say he was flying in a prairie. I said a priest got shot and while they were taking him away, there was some music playing that sounded like pretty much like people frolicking through a park and like birds chirping and stuff. Wait, do you know what scene I'm talking about though where the guys the no. priest at the piano and then this that's my Where did you watch yours at? Amazon. Me too. Okay, so we okay. watched the same movie. Okay, okay. This no, the priest we is sitting at the piano. We both checked out for a different part. Apparently, that's what I'm getting from this. The priest is sitting at the piano and he pulls out like his little like, you know, sash. And then this lady runs and she's like, "I gotcha!" And she has a rat in a mouse trap. And then he's like, "My God, you almost scared the dickens out of me." I don't remember that happening at all in the three times I watched this. That 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 is literally okay. Wow, I'm very intrigued because yeah, we did yeah. Okay, sorry. Okay, but we somehow still watch the same movie. Also, Cam, did you notice that I wore an Amityville shirt for you? No, I didn't. <laughs> but I like that. I appreciate that. I really do. Oh, you know what's really cool too? <laughs> I should have grabbed it right before this, but um. I ordered something on Etsy. I actually sent it to you. It's the one of these. Or you can't see it on my screen right now, but those little figures with the flies in mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that just came in the mail today. It did? Yeah. Stop. <laughs> well, to everyone's dismay, there were no flies in this one, which is very disappointing. Dude, you know what's weird, too? There was Sorry also, to give it away. This was the first one with no flies and the first one with no kids. Yes, totally. I mean, this was just so unconventional in every sense. Well, I mean, to be fair, this is the least Amityville, Amityville movie of all the ones we've watched so far. And we've had, like, heated discussions about how un-Amityville some of the other movies are. Yeah, and this one's just, like, completely off the hinges. Like, okay, first off, the house that they're at, you'll find out very soon that it's not the Amityville house. Because you see it, and you're like, okay, that's not the house. And then you think, like, maybe they're just going to say they, like 
you know, did some construction on it or like something like that. Or yeah, or there's an object attached to the house like it was in the last the one, last The Evil one. Escapes. But then you go into it and you find out it's not that. I mean, I'm just going to spoil the ending. Pretty much there is a uh, confessional booth that's inside of the house that's making the house haunted. But it's not an Amityville house, and the only connection to Amityville whatsoever is that it's on the same street that the Amityville house was. Like, it's on Amityville Street, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. There's no correlation. And I didn't even catch the confessional box thing until you said it after this. Well, because they say it, like, it's around, like, an hour into the movie, because, like, you can kind of see them moving stuff around, and, like, really, yeah. if you look at it a little bit and you pay attention to the movie, which I will say, that is a, like, a feat that you accomplished if you were paying attention to this, because this one is grueling. It's hard. This one's really fucking hard to watch. Like, if if anyone is following along and you watch some of the other ones and you thought those were hard, this one is hard to watch. Like, did you guys just miss the intro? I've watched this five times. And I have no idea what Caleb's talking about. Dude, literally. And we've talked multiple times about how we watch an Amityville, and then we have no idea what happened after. But this one made me remember the other ones so clearly. Vividly. Oh, yeah. I could just blurt those off the, <laughs> off the top of my head. Yep. I can give you the plot to all of them, like, perfectly right now. Like, I can give you everything that happened in them after watching this because of how little I remember of this one. Like, if I didn't have notes, we would have nothing to talk about. Like, I remember bits and pieces of this movie, and I can give you, like, a timeline and stuff. But really, like, if, if I, the plot that I gave you to the movie and a few more things that I can add in is the entire movie. The entire movie. Yeah. No, um... I agree. I, I now 3D seems very reminiscent. The last one seems very. The second one, oh my gosh, there's so much content. Do you up your ratings on the other ones after watching this? Because you rated all of them a half a star, and I feel like if you rate this one a half star, no, I'm I'm not rating I'm not rating it any stars. I can't give it a star because it, to me it's not even a movie. It's not. I I will completely agree with you on this one. Like wholeheartedly, this is one that I cannot defend in any sense. Nothing happens in this. There are no cool kills. Nothing really funny happens. Like, there's a few funny things that happen, but, like, it is not enough to call this a watchable mm -mm. movie. No. There's no parrot dying in the toaster oven. There's no ninjas. There's no incest like Caleb loves. There's no incest. There's no flies. There's literally, I mean, just there's not even a solid intro, middle, and end. It's just, like, off the bat... Sh they're into it, and then there's like not even a true ending. And you know, the only thing that they really tried to do in this, I feel like they tried to rip off um, fucking Otho um, from Beetlejuice a little Otho. bit. From Beetlejuice, oh. remember? Yeah, that one character that's like the friend of the family, like the chubbier dude. I feel like they were ripping off him completely with that character. He looked like him and had the same voice, and also this released two years after Beetlejuice. It could be. Wasn't that guy, t didn't he turn out to be a pedophile in real life? No, no, you're thinking. Uh, you're thinking of the other dude. I think his name's Jeffrey. Some shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're him. thinking of uh, the dad in Fuck Beetlejuice. Him. That dude's a piece of shit. That dude's a piece of shit. He turned out to be a pedophile. Ooh. Um. Yeah. This. I mean, they could have been. They might have very well been ripping off Beetlejuice, which makes me just really wish I was watching Beetlejuice rather than this. Honestly, it's yeah. Such a better movie. There was a point in the movie where I was like, you know what? Maybe if they're gonna rip off Beetlejuice, they're gonna do it enough that this movie will be, like, somewhat watchable, but, like, it's really just that character and one scene that rips off, like, Beetlejuice. So, like, that character is consistently ripping it off, but beside that, there's nothing else that even feels somewhat like it. Well, the writing, too, is just really bad. Like, all of them, the writing's kind of bad, but, like, there's... It's... Usually it's bad where it's, like, okay, there's some funny parts. 
There's like no good one-liners. I didn't catch any good one-liners myself. No. Like nothing's even funny. And also, there are no big names in this. Oh no no no! When's, I mean, the last one didn't have any, right? It had like they all have a few. Didn't um the evil escapes? If I remember right, that one had um. Fuck, I'm already mixing them up now. But I think yeah, that one didn't have any. The 3D was the last one to have a big name, which was Meg Ryan and Lori Laughlin. No, I think the last one had. Uh, if I I don't remember the name right now, and someone else that's listening probably will, because I do remember saying it. There was uh, one or two people in the last movie that I recognized that you didn't. What? The chick that remember the chick that got killed inside of the house, like she got trapped inside of the house. The, oh, Henrietta. Um, Henrietta. Yeah, Henrietta from Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like there was her, and then there was like I think there was one other person in the movie that was like somewhat relatable or like you know like has some Polly no, the notoriety. Parrot. I think his name was Pedro. <laughs> Pedro, I don't know. I just yelled at a name. Um, but yeah, this one is the first one because I feel like all of them had like somewhat of at least a fun name in it where it's like, oh, I know that person from this or blah, blah, blah. Except for two, really. Two didn't really have much. But, um, yeah. oh, wait, no, no, no. Two oh, was no, the one. Oh, no, the guy from two, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky. two was the one that had the brother from Rocky. Never mind. So, yeah, so they all had someone and this one had no one. Yeah. I didn't like these people at all, also. Their hair, st- the guy had like a jerry curl. I kind of liked Abby. But I also didn't like Abby that much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I just didn't get it, I guess. I just really didn't get it. I did like the idea. Like, if you read the premise, it's like, ooh, they're mixing it up, right? It's like a couple moves in, five people, five friends in a house, I think is like the yeah. interesting. You're like, oh, okay. It's five people in the Amityville house. They're kind of young. They're kind of old. It's going to be some fun. Nope. You know what they should have done? They should have done Halloween Resurrection where they turn it into a reality (laughs) show. Yeah, that's that's what they should have done. Well, it kind of mimics it a little bit when they have like the, I mean, this is way before Resurrection, but they had like the camcorders and shit. It's like, okay, but that would have been way more funny. Buster Rhymes, Tyra Banks. Yeah, I mean, that would have been incredible, but it was not that. It's really not that. They're not hitting the mark. You know what was a way better version of this movie? And I thought about it. Actually, one of my notes was on this. Don't blink. This makes Don't Blink just look. Yeah, I mean, Don't Blink is fun. So fun. Remember the ginger, the angry ginger? <laughs> yeah, those are the things I like fondly remember. Like, Don't Blink, The Darkness, uh, Would You Rather. Like, those are fun movies. Amityville, The Curse is not. Not fun at all. So, anyway, um, the couple pulls up <laughs> and the chick is immediately like, I know that house. And then some dude almost falls down the stairs within two seconds of walking on the stairs. So... This time around, like we said, the story is about a couple that move in with no children. They have these three friends. They're fixing up the house, yada, yada. So then uh, Debbie goes on a cat hunt for a while. Like, she kind of just starts running through the house chasing a cat. With a candlestick. A giant one. When she finally, like, comes face to face with the cat, and she she's fully aware of the fact that it's a cat. Like, it just kind of, like, makes noises like, and she runs off screaming like terrified out of her fucking blows mind. out her candlestick you know actually what i thought they were going for at the beginning is i thought that they were going to try to tie in the cat from the end because of the, of last, the last one. one because the cat was possessed yeah because she was like oh there's a cat kitty in here and she was chasing i was like oh it's that fucking cat the evil escaped the curse and nope Dude, honestly, what a missed fucking opportunity. Like, what That would have mi- made, honestly, more sense. Like, even if they're not, like, you know, attached to each other and they're not doing the movie together and whatnot, you should have fucking done it anyway because missed opportunity. Do some continuation or just something that's a callback to anything. That would have made way more sense than the, um, the confessional booth. 
Dude, like, honestly, I still don't even know why that confessional booth is haunted. Like, And why is it? No, and why is it even in the house? Let's just skip to the end real quick, and then we'll go back. Like, okay, the, the priest got killed by his son because he fucked some girl and then stopped talking to her, and then the son found out that he was a priest, and he's just like, you're a sinner, and he's pissed off, so he goes over and kills him. First off... What does that ha- what does that have to do with Amityville? Is it just because that's on the street? And why did he become haunted because of that? Isn't that just an average killing, like an everyday thing that happens? I would agree. I mean, I know that's not an everyday thing. Like people don't all just go like revenge killing. But like, I, this is you don't what do I'm, that. Okay, shut up. What I'm saying is like this is a story that you could just like hear on the news and then like move past from. Why is this a haunting? Why is this related to this in any sense? I don't know, to be honest. And why is it like? Why is it not the like the the church that's haunted? Why is it just the confessional booth? And that's what I'm saying. How does a confessional booth get out of a church? A, B, into the basement of a house? I wait, Kim. That's a that's another good point. Can you move those? Are they like? Are they not built into the church? Are they some? You know, what? maybe they're just something that's sitting on. Like they bring it in and like place it down. But that's a good point. Why wouldn't it be built in? Where else would you ever take a confessional booth aside from a church? Like, why would it be removable? And I thought they were sacred. So why could they even be removable? Yeah, that's that was my. That's why when you said confessional booth, I was like, that was the haunted thing. I guess it was, but it just didn't register in my mind because that makes no sense. And why would they put it in a random basement of a house? And to your point, if the confessionals is cursed, then the church should be. So what I found on Wikipedia is that they didn't move into just a house. They moved into a clergy house, which is like a house used for like priests and high priests that like work for the church. Like they pretty much live in the house together. But I don't get that either because do those houses just look like normal houses? Like, I don't know. I feel like they look a little bit. I feel like every time I've seen those in a movie before, they've looked kind of like locker rooms for priests. With you know like, who we gotta ask? Like dorm rooms for priests. Yeah, we gotta we ask need, James. We need, to consult, we need to consult our priest expert. Oh, Mr. Hudson. <laughs> if you're listening, let us know. Do clergymen share a house and hang out and party? Let me see if I could just call James real quick and see if we can get a quick answer to this because... Yeah. I don't know, man. This is kind of weird. When he answers, say, oh, clergyman. <laughs> Oh, clergyman, will you hail us with some priest knowledge? (laughs) (laughs) That's the laugh that I love. So we're talking about um, Amityville Curse right now. And in Amityville Curse, they move over into a clergy house. Are you familiar with clergy houses? Okay, well, I'm just going to run this by you anyway and tell me if you know anything. So, apparently a clergy house is, like, where priests live, like, high priests in the church or something like that, and these people moved into a clergy house, and my question is, do clergy houses just look like any normal house? Um, okay, so is it, like, a big house where a bunch of, like, priests in training live, or just a place where the priest of the church lives? I, it could be either. I think multiple I think priests the live there. One. I think the first yeah. one. I think multiple priests live there. Um, if that's the case, then who the fuck knows? <laughs> but, um, there is a thing. A lot of times it's called a... Shit, what's it called? A, it's just a P. It's like a, a parish. Mm. Oh, okay. And usually what that is, is like 
a pretty small, like, modest house that's built, like, right next door to the church so that the priest can live, like, right next door to the church. <clears throat> and then, like, it's kind of like the White House. Like, whoever the pastor or priest of that church is would be the people, the person that lives there. And then as time has gone on and gotten modernized, uh, priests and pastors don't want to live in the parish because then all the people know where they live all the time and will just show up at their house and like ask for shit so they would either sell that house to make money for the church and just like a random person would just live right next door to the church or a lot of places have like used it as like a, you know if like someone comes to the church and they're like you know, homeless or, like, a single mom got evicted from her apartment or something like that, like, they'll, like, let them live in the parish for free or for, like, really, really cheap. So that's a real thing, and that could just look like any old normal house. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Well, James, thank you so much for your priest knowledge. We now have information to continue this episode um, uh, uh, above and beyond or whatever they say. Thank you for your expertise. All right, partner. You have a good one. May the Lord be with you. Thanks, champ. That was hilarious. There we go. So now we know. Um, it's a, basically a parish, which I have heard of. But this is still a very less than modest parish house. But whatever. Yeah, I mean, so, but that's what we're dealing with, I guess. James is so knowledgeable. It's so nice that we have a direct clergyman correspondent dedicated to horror soup. I know. It's really helpful, isn't it? <laughs> It's extremely helpful. I mean, any any religious questions we have, or non-religious for that matter, we know we can call this person. Okay, so now Abby cuts her hand with a giant piece of glass and says, it doesn't even hurt, as if it's like an ominous, like, ghastly thing. But how did this even happen? That's That was my note. I, I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. It reminded me, of, this is my note, I have, this don't reminds blink. me of don't blink, when the guy, we still don't know, he just looks down, he has fucking glass in his hand. And you know what, the shard looked exactly the same. Exactly the same, and she looked at it the same way he did, and like, almost didn't want to say anything. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck, is this a weird fever dream, dude? I literally put, she, I don't know what the fuck that is, she, at the, she blank at the glass, broke it, reminded me of don't blink <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to write there, but essentially that. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking weird. And then right after she's like, right after she says, um, right after she says it doesn't even hurt, she starts making like pain noises. And then she's like, can I get some painkillers? And I'm like, yeah, bitch, it doesn't fucking hurt, right? Yeah. And you know what that, um, also backtracking to the bathroom, that was a great opportunity to show titties and they didn't. Yeah, because they start, like, basically fucking in the bathroom. And also, this yep. girl's fucking the whole movie. Right after she cuts her hand, she starts plowing. Yeah, and her boyfriend is gross. Like, cool if you want to smoke a cigarette, but can you not have it in your hand 24? They Like, they acted like he never not had a cigarette in his hand. Like, he was still trying to kill people at the end and had a cigarette, like, butt in his hand. I'm like, okay. Honestly, I would knock that, but I can't sit here and act like that's not me. You don't, but you don't have one in your hand right now is my point. The only reason is because I'm inside. 
But he's inside. Okay, but it was a different time. If if smoking was still a thing inside and no one cared, then I would. He's getting ready to get in the shower and he still has it burning as the water's dripping on his cigarette butt. I'm like, bro, just put it out. Just I've smoked. Out. I've smoked cigarettes in the shower. I've done that. They're very you relaxing. Scumbag. <laughs> how does that even happen? <laughs> you just keep like, it in your mouth and then you go the oh, the op- you go away. <laughs> you go away from the water. I can't. Anywho. Well, anyway, she's having sex loud as hell as tradition, and then we move over to some guy who's doing, like, sexual push-ups. Sexual push-ups for no reason to, like, opera. He's like, listening like, straight to, up like... Norman Bates. Yeah, style. he's listening to, like, opera, gospel music or some shit, and then God is, like, above him watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy was a douchebag. And then, I don't know, it just kind of moves on from him. I don't even care about him. And then a fireplace starts lighting itself on fire and then shutting off at will. So, you know, that's cool. A blessing stick falls and it breaks. And then Wait. Debbie heads uh, downstairs. Uh, 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 uh. Blessing stick. Blessing stick. Blessing stick. <laughs> <laughs> that's rule number one. If you say it, we got to sing it. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that. And then Debbie heads downstairs and uh, hears demon voices clear as day behind, like, a giant barn door. And then she finds the cat from earlier, but it was all a dream. She writes it down in Word Up magazine. Yeah, I mean, I would love if Biggie Smalls just came out of the basement. That would have been a big turning point of this entire thing. She wakes up, and then her husband is like, write that down in your journal. And I was like, so she writes it in Dream Journal magazine? (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, he was weird. Why did he, like, he almost was like her um, psychotherapist. Like, why was he trying to make her do all this shit? I don't fucking know. It's a good question. I don't have yeah, the answers. He, he hates Bill. Bill was doing the push-ups. He's like, remind us to never go on vacation with him again. <sighs> Whatever. Um, Did that happen? Yeah. They're like lying in bed and Bill's doing push-ups aggressively. He's like moving the floor above them. Was that even him or was that the other people having sex? I thought it was Bill, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Well, some old lady shows up and it seems like not a single person knows her or wants her there. What did you think about that little, like, white-haired old lady? This, well, I fucking hated her. She was the lady from the beginning with the rat. I don't like rats. She's like, got him! So it, was that her introduction then? Because I was yeah. wondering where the fuck she came from. That was her intro. And I still don't know who really she fucking is. The priest was just talking to her. That's what I wanted to ask you, because she shows up. The whole entire cast is, like, all the main characters, they're all just, like, literally saying... Who is this chick? Like, what's she doing here? They're like, do you know her? I don't know her. And then she keeps coming around like she's literally in their house all the time. And I don't think they ever explained who she is or why she was there. Her name's like Miss Mortimer or something. And they never explained it. I take it she's like kind of like the housekeeper. All I could chalk it up is she's like the housekeeper. Like, Was she even the, cleaning the half land- the time? She- not, Kim, not- Kim, God Kim, damn it, let me finish. Ha- Kim, like half the, the time she's just like hanging out. Like the landlord, out. like the landlord owner of the house. Because she was there before they came and she knew everything about it. Dude, what the fuck? I, li- I don't know why she was there. You asked me for my guess. That's all I got. Okay, well, that's fine, I guess, but I really don't get that at all. I don't know who Google she was. It. We should Google it. It's not. You're not going to find anything, Kim. Mrs. Mortimer? You're not going to find anything. Fine. I won't. Well, anyway, she's there. And then a dog shows up, and he, he like, decimates this guy's hand. I think it was... Bill, right? Jet, Bill? Yeah, maybe it was Bill, or maybe it was Frank. I don't remember which one it was. But he destroys his hand, and then it just seemed like he had, like, a mild scratch. Like, there wasn't even blood or anything. It's very similar to the last one where that guy got his hand chopped off in the garbage disposal, but he still lived somehow. That's very fair. 
Um, at first, actually, I thought they were once again doing an homage to the last one because the beginning when they're in the shower and the Bill's in the basement trying to fix the pipes, I thought the hand or some shit was going to pop out from the old house where they were going to find the dead guy, the plumber down there. Dude, I would lose my shit. You know, I was actually... Um... I think I had to check something on, like, that episode or something, and I went exactly to the part where we were talking about, like, that hand and everything, and I still, like, it, it came back, and I was like, wow, I really did not think that's what that was. Right? Just a doll hand. Well, it looked like a tiny little doll hand. <laughs> Blows my fucking mind, dude. Like, why wasn't there anything like that in this movie? That's what I'm saying. There was literally nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened. It, it felt, I mean, this movie's 92 minutes. It, felt, it literally feels like it's 25, 30 minutes. You know what did happen right now? That dog that bit his hand, they, like, lock it out, and it somehow opens a lock. I don't remember this. It opens a lock, Kim. It, like, it like stands up on the door and, like, uses its paws to open a locked door. Pepper can't do that? Dude, I still don't... <laughs> I saw it happen, and I don't get the logistics of what happened. It looked like it. they just, like, got the dog's hand, and it just kind of, like, slapped at the lock a little bit, and it popped open. Pepper just knocked over your ring light all by himself. So okay, I think well, that's Pepper a completely different thing. I think Pepper can do a lot. A lot more than you think. Okay, well, you're, you're taking this issue way too lightly. How about we test it out? How about you go get a, get a little padlock this week, go on Instagram Live, and try to see if Pepper can unlock it. He does it in like 10 seconds. <laughs> all right, so someone's... Did you know... Did you see the red eyes, Kim? No. They start... Okay, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this by saying... I didn't see them either. Who has red eyes? I don't know, but at one point they go into the basement and they're like, oh, I don't see any red eyes down here. You sure you saw them? And I'm like, did they show red eyes a second ago and did I miss it? Or did they just literally go down in the basement and start talking about something that they never physically referenced on screen? Well, now I'm trying to think, but I really don't remember there being red eyes. I don't remember red eyes at all, dude, like at any point. Yeah, I don't think that was a thing. Well, they start talking about it. They're walking around. They're like, oh, because that's the only trope they hit in this movie. There's no flies, no anything else. The You know what else they hit? They broke a window. They did. They did. She tried to climb out the end. But you know what I was thinking? I was going to give them a point but for that. I was like, a trope because they usually don't break the window. That's what I was going to say. I was almost going to give them a point and be like, you know what? Maybe it's con continuity because after the last movie, they figured out that you can break windows. So now it's just a rule in Amityville movies. You can break windows. But I don't think that's the case. Because they're not even at a fucking Amityville house. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. Because I thought about that too. Because there is a scene where she tries to get the door unlocked and it won't like lock. It won't unlock. But yeah. then to your point again, it's like it's not a real Amityville house. Yeah, like this is literally just a haunted house. Technically, the only thing that should be haunted is the booth in the basement, not the entire fucking house. Yeah, I don't get it. Because I don't get. Because that. Because wouldn't that mean that the confessional booth is controlling the house? Because, I mean, like, I don't I don't know. I mean, no, we're, you're we're right. arguing this, but, like, I mean, the last movie, the lamp controlled the house. But at the same time, like... It came from the Amityville house. But you could tell that the lamp was controlling the house. And this, you can't even tell that the confessional booth is doing it. It just looks like an object that's there and the, the house is just doing shit on its own. Well, and the lamp came directly from the Amityville house. The confessional booth doesn't... It didn't come from the Amityville house. So it still doesn't make any sense. Literally came from a church... All right, so whatever. Debbie goes down to the basement, and books start flying off the bookshelf at her, like, literally, just clear as day. And then she's just, like, staring at it. And the worst part about that is that that's easily one of the top three most climatic points in the movie. And that's not an understatement. What would you say is your, the number one climatic point of the movie? I would say when I thought her, she was going to take her shirt off. 
<laughs> I would. I mean, I. Okay, the most climactic point was when she starts throwing the saw blades at him later. Okay. I mean, like, that was the only thing that was, like, close yeah. to even being, like, ninjas or something else inter mildly entertaining to me, so. Ninjas! You really hung up on that goddamn ninja. Those ninjas were cool, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess I would have to agree. So anyway, we end up at a bar, and nothing happens for ten minutes. It's just people talking about, it's got a soul, that house. That house got a soul. And it's like, you know, if you just move the confessional booth literally outside, that would be fine. Well, but I guess at this point, they don't know it. They find out in the next 10 minutes. That's true. Wait, oh, I didn't bring up the old-ass detective. I guess we're not fully there yet, but why is he so old? Well, because he's the one that shows up and explains everything, right? Yes. He's literally 85, and he's, like, coughing like he has a fucking, like, like lung, like stage 4 lung cancer. And he's like, ah, and he's like falling over. And I'm like, you are, sorry, way too old to be a cop right now. Yeah, well, sometimes people are fucking old. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So then we end up uh, back at a Frank who's drowning in a fucking bathtub. Oh, I know we're jumping all over. His girlfriend, what's her name? Abby. Abby. The maggots in her hand in the bathtub? Yeah, that happens in a little bit, but that was fucking stupid too. Like, first, this idiot is over here, like, he's fully submerged in a bathtub that's smaller than him. Like, the fact that he's that he <laughs> could even get under there in any way, like, this dude's in the fetal position, fully submerged in a bathtub, drowning. I thought he, I thought he, like, I thought he was dead, and then she, like, pulls him out, and then he's just like, <laughs> How the fuck was he not dead? Like, there were no bubbles coming out of his mouth on no. the surface. And she she runs in. She's like, Frank! And then she pulls him out, and then he just, like, starts breathing immediately. That was easily the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life from beginning to end. Like, the fact that he's alive, the fact that he's even submerged in that tub to begin with, and the fact that he comes out and he's like, it's cold, can you hold me? Like, honestly, if I ever... I'm sorry, I don't know if this is insensitive, <laughs> but if I walked into the room and my significant other was submerged under a bathtub like that and they were trying to, like, cry after almost drowning, I'd be like, honestly, you should have fucking drowned. You're such an idiot. Like, that's the stupidest. Like, I am not here to comfort you right now while you were... Because this, you had to have done that completely on your own <laughs> endeavors. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It was literally like he was um sleeping in the bathtub. Yeah. It was fucking dumb, dude. Like With his eyes open. Okay, cool. Like, I mean, this is ridiculous, too, but I fell asleep in the shower, but, I mean, the bathtub submerged? Come on, man. How do you fall asleep in the shower? Like, were you sitting down? I sat down. I was really tired. I've heard of people doing that. Yeah, I've done it a few times, But, yeah, you actually. weren't fully submerged, though. Like, you can't technically drown that way, I guess, unless you cover the drain or, or your mouth is wide open. Yeah, I mean, some <laughs> stupid shit. But either, you know, and if I drown that way, that's my fucking fault. Don't comfort me yeah. after because that's my fucking fault. I would honestly laugh. <laughs> yeah, I would too. That's what I'm, I'm saying, not gonna dude. Lie. If I got a call, Caleb, that you died because you actually drowned in the shower, I would laugh my ass off. I would be sad, but I would be like, God damn it, Caleb. <laughs> Kim, that's what I'm saying. If I walked into this bathtub and I see Frank's dumbass submerged <sighs> in water, I'd be like, 
I would I would just turn back around and be like, you know what? Someone else deal with this. Yeah, I, it didn't make any sense to me. I forgot that that happened, actually. I think I might have had a note on that somewhere. How would you remember that anything happened? That's very true. Oh, yeah, I wrote stray dog bullshit. I don't even know what that was supposed to mean. Uh, the dog attack that we talked about a few minutes yeah. ago. Bill's a douche with a jerry curl doing push-ups. <laughs> yep, These literally that's the movie. actual notes. So we're now 52 minutes in the movie, and a tarantula crawls on Frank, and it causes him to spiral yeah. for the foreseeable yeah, wait, future. Yeah, where did the tarantula come from? You know what, Kim? And I have a theory. Is this what led to his downfall? Is this, like, this was the moment where he started spiraling and acting weird? Was it all just because a tarantula crawled on him? Probably, but if a tarantula crawled on me, I'd freak out as well. Because this is what happens. Frank is the man who gets possessed in this. Yes. So... Why, they never explain it. We don't know why he gets possessed. We don't know what possessed him. We don't know what the fuck happened. Wait, but wasn't that Bill? That was Bill who had the tarantula on him, not Frank. Oh, was that? No, no, yeah. I think that was Frank. It, because no, it remember, was Bill he because was all... he was by himself in his bed with his headphones in. And then it started crawling on his chest. But I thought he was in there and he was like crying and stuff because he just almost drowned. And he was because Abby was in the other room talking about how she was leaving Frank alone because he was all messed up from drowning. Maybe. I'm almost positive it was Bill. I'm not going to lie. Frank and Bill kind of look the same to me. The only they, times they do. the only times that I knew Frank was Frank was when um, Abby was standing like right next to him. They do. So that's fair. I don't know. One of them... Well, the one that flipped was Frank. And really, I don't know. My theory is that the only thing I have to go off of is that maybe the tarantula scared okay. him. So we got we'll possessed. We'll roll with it. We'll roll with uh, it. I don't fucking know, man. So Debbie starts showering, and then a ghost writes 111 in the fog on the mirror. So understandably, she starts yelling at the mirror, and that causes it to shatter. So in turn, she takes some aspirin. Did we ever figure out what the 111 was? Because she was scribbling that on her journal. No. Or No, yeah, yeah. I think at one point, I think she finds out it was a date. I think that might have been the date that the priest died. I think it was 11-1 or something. I don't fucking know. I don't know. It doesn't okay. matter. It's so right, fucking right, stupid. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, like, it's so stupid. Like, I'm pretty... It makes I remember, no sense. I remember they kind of explained at one point. She was like, oh, one 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 eleven one. It just sounded like the beginning of, like, Cartman when he's doing his whole 9-11 theory where he's like, <laughs> nine nine eleven 9-11-9-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-11-
but like everyone was talking about how good it was and we hated it so much and we had such a grueling time talking about it that we were just like we can't even put this out on like a regular episode like this is wow. fucking bad no i haven't heard of it i thought you were gonna say like the little girl from the last one because she was annoying i don't was she the one that looked like uh heather o'rourke yeah oh, okay she was the one with the lamp and the dad and but never mind well anyway um yeah debbie starts screaming like an idiot and then she sees someone hanging out in the tree like in the backyard but it's like it's a ghost of the of the person who killed the priest like the son who killed the priest that we mentioned earlier so and then the old lady gets pushed down the stairs there's always someone falling down the stairs in amityville they stuck to that trope i'll give him that they even um uh kind of hinted at it earlier with the half fall yeah with the half fall there's always somebody falling down the stairs in Amityville. You love a callback. You love a callback, don't you? We love we love a good callback. So finally, at exactly an hour in, we find out, uh, you know, what little connection that the house has to Marvin and Debbie. And then before the detective leaves, he tells Marvin that the boy hung himself in a tree after he killed the priest at the church. So Debbie is standing in front of the door, and she easily lets out what is the most pitiful whimper i have ever heard in my life like she just goes oh why and she just starts like cry like a fucking five-year-old dude literally i also love that you said pitiful i know i just had i had to real i had to emphasize it just so people really know like how strongly i felt about how just fucking deplorable this chick was that was bad it was bad she was. That was literally her reaction every every time. And then the face she has, like, right after this, because, like, Marvin and her start to have, like, a talk by, like, the water or something, and her face just gets more and more just disgusting. Like, she just looks like the most pathetic person I've ever seen in my life. Marvin's also really fucking annoying, though. Oh, dude, he's annoying as hell. He's in his sweaters trying to tell everybody what to do with his little camera. She starts acting like a psychopath, and then she says that the house is calling to her and communicating with her, and then Marvin replies as any sane person would in this situation, and he says, you're hysterical. Just like, just that, like, just those two words. He's not wrong. No, he's not wrong, because when I was watching it, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, this chick is fucking hysterical. (laughs) Literally, from like day one, she's like on one. Dude, and then she just starts running off and then, like, causing a scene. I'm like, all right, just go ahead and scream a little bit more before you exit the scene, you hysterical asshole. You're hysterical. So Marvin starts eating uh, food while sitting on the floor in front of an open fridge. So that was weird. I do that sometimes. (laughs) Do you do that? Are you sure? I don't think anyone does that. I actually don't. I don't. You know what I get? I get grabbing something from the fridge, closing the fridge, and then sitting in front of it because you're depressed or something. But, like, dude, just close the fucking fridge, man. Well, I just don't sit in front of the fridge. That's the I wouldn't do that either, me. but I'm just saying that's I, I can, like, vibe with that a little more than I can with him leaving the fridge open and just letting all of it. That's fair, yeah. I'm not trying to leave the fridge open for sure. Leave the door open. We're not going to do that. And I'm definitely not going to sit on my kitchen floor. Like, I guess I would just walk, like, five feet to my living room and sit depressed. But it's Marvin, and this is what he fucking does. So we cut to Abby, who's in the bathtub, and this is when we see that her tub starts filling with blood, and then um, we look down at her hand, and there's prosthetic maggots. Maggots. She's like, ah! The funniest part, too, is that, like, they make it a point to show her hand right before it turns, and then when you see it, it's, like, the worst prosthetic hand you've ever seen in your life. Terrible. 
terrible. And it's not even the hand that she uh, got cut on, right? Isn't it her other hand? Uh, no, I think it was the one she got cut on. But you know what? Um, I think if they used the hand from Evil Escapes, it would have somehow looked better than this one. That would have been hilarious. It was like a baby hand. <laughs> they really should have. So Marvin finds a journal that he says is Debbie's, but then he's like, huh, it doesn't have Debbie's handwriting in it. And then Frank is like, okay, let me look at it. And he's like, oh, because it's in Latin. Oh, I don't know how much Latin I still know. And I'm like, wait, why the fuck would you know Latin? Latin. This dude just dropped a casual bomb like, oh, yeah, you know, I just know a little bit of Latin. And then not only does he know a little bit, he begins to read every bit of this. They're starting to teach Latin in a lot of mainstream schools, which is fucking crazy. Why? I don't know. Why would you when need Latin? Why would you Latin? ever need to know Latin? I don't, I truly don't know. If you're going to deal with a Bible or biblical resurrection of a demon. They should start <laughs> teaching pig Latin in schools. They should. It's like, right? Yeah, I, would, I don't even know what the fuck it means. I don't know, but that's what I heard. So then this guy goes on about, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, this says uh, something like exorcism and honor thy father, but you, uh, you're the psychologist, so what does this mean? Oh, Kim, that's why he's acting like the fucking psychologist, because he's literally a psychologist. Because he's a psychologist. That makes sense. You know, I completely, even when we were talking about that earlier, I forgot about that, but I wrote that down because he said it in this scene. That makes a lot of sense why he's a pretentious fuck. Sorry, not not to say that any psychologists listening are pretentious fucks. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Kim, Kim, you're right. We don't want to bash any psychology majors. We're just saying that if you're a psychology major, you're a pretentious fucking dick. That's all we're going to say. Sorry. So we're Sorry. nearing the end, and still, no one understands the point of this film, including me and Kim. So, of course, Debbie starts dreaming and cues a flashback of the priest getting killed by a guy who screams just like Debbie does. Literally. Why did he sound just like her? He's like, oh, dad, you fucking fucked my mom and then left, dude. Maybe that's like her great, great cousin. It's her ancestor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> her great, great cousin. That's all I could chalk it up as. So also, what was up with him going like, he's like, sinner, sinner, sinner. sinner. <laughs> Next time I see you, I'm just going to start saying that. Sinner! So uh, Marvin goes downstairs uh, into the basement and he finds a room with about a hundred lit candles, which is just fucking ridiculous. Um, I actually think that that was really smart because have mm. you ever lit a hundred candles in your basement? It's mm. very easy and you should. So Debbie finally wakes up from her dream after ten minutes and finds Marvin dead in the candle basement. And then Frank is standing right behind his dead body with some murder weapon. I don't even know what he had, honestly. No idea. Um, yeah, no idea. What was he carrying, actually? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But then Debbie starts <laughs> screaming, You're my friend, Frank! And he's like, he's half zombie at this point? He kind of looks like a deadite. Yeah, he just looks like really sickly and like he's kind of foaming at the mouth. Like he looks like he's turning. He doesn't yeah, look like basically. the traditional Amityville person that's just, like, possessed. He, like, looks like he's turning into a monster. But to be fair, there's a few times where people have got possessed in Amityville movies and they just start looking like... That's true. The son from the second one that you loved. He literally just turned into a monster and then started fucking his sister. That is true. You're right. So, I mean, I guess, you know, things happen sometimes. I guess they do. So her cries for help don't do much because Frank goes to shoot her, but then Debbie accidentally hits some piano keys, which, like deafens frank yeah he's like oh what was that 
I don't know. I don't okay, know. Okay, so you mentioned that the priest was playing the piano earlier. Did he get possessed by the priest and then he heard piano so it hurt him? He wasn't playing it yet. He was just sitting at the piano chair. Oh, and he was like so holding his little priest sash. And the lady came in and said, it, I've got him. Okay, so that was weird. But what about what happens next? Because she, she grabs like a can of like opened orange juice and then throws right, it at him and, and it starts burnt and it starts burning his face like it's acid right right that's what i'm thinking that's that what was like, maybe it was juice, acid right? i don't know what it was i don't know i literally go was that acid because his face just starts melting and bubbling kim that's what i thought and then i rewound it and it looked like it was like tangerine juice or something or like cut up like like little like <laughs> tangerine, tangerine you know juice. like you know like tangerines in a can i thought it was it looked like it was like tangerines in a can but they removed the tangerines it was just the juice at the bottom I don't know what tangerines in a can are, but um or um or yeah, yeah. The, oh, mandarin those... oranges? Yeah, mandarin oranges. That's what I'm thinking of, sorry. Um I mean it might have been mandarin oranges. I don't know what it was. I swear to fucking god, I saw an orange on that, like a vitamin C logo or some shit like that. I have to be honest, I fucking love mandarin oranges. I will eat the fuck no, out yeah, of No, yeah, I do too, but I don't get how it burns a possessed person's face. No, and if I had a can in my hand, I wouldn't be throwing it. I'd be eating that shit. Okay, well, whatever. Bill's dead. Bill. Oh, yeah, Bill. Yeah, she, how did he even die? How did Bill know. even die? She walks in and she's like, Bill, wake up. And then he's just like dead. I'm like, so Bill just died. She keeps yelling at him and then she starts crying. She's like, no, You're Bill. my friend, and then, Bill. And then he's just he's just dead. Like, he's just like sitting Literally there. He's just, just like, dead. ugh. He had enough. And then out from behind her comes frank yeah and then frank's here again and then all of a sudden debbie gets some balls while she's hiding from frank who for every reason like he just looks completely dead now like he looks full zombie now and then she throws a saw blade at him and she misses but then she throws another one at him and hits him in the kneecap um and then all the while all the while abby is zooming home on a little motor scooter yeah, I forgot about that. Abby left on a motor scooter to go, like, get someone to Fuck replace the flat tire so that they could all leave the house. She went to go bang that guy. Who, Frank? He's busy being a zombie. No, I'm just I'm being an idiot. Oh, well, I was gonna, well, that makes sense because she is the promiscuous one. She's like, I'll be back, guys. You know, <laughs> but why didn't she just, like, leave and call the authorities? Like, she went to go get a tire to come back and change okay, wait, the haunted Kim. house. Kim, I have another question. The cops started showing up later, but who called the cops? Maybe Abby did it on her way out and they just cut that scene. The cops started showing up, and for a second I thought it was a fever dream. I was like, wait, did I just see cops? Because then Abby showed up, and it looks like the cops were about to show up at the house. So I was like, oh, maybe I just saw Abby. But then the cops show up after, and I was like, wait, but no one called the cops. How do they know what's going on? How do these actors, like, while they're filming it, feel like this is a good movie? Like, if I was filming this midway, I'd be like, you guys, I'm going to have to stop because this is so bad. I really have to imagine it has to be one of those things where, like, you know, when you get, like, an interview from, like, actors and they're like, I thought this was going to be the worst movie ever. I just wanted to check. Like, it has to be that, right? Right, but how good could that check even be? Or, like, the happening where they start filming in it and then they realize it's going to be terrible and they're like, all right, fuck it. True, but that's M. Night Shyamalan budget, so at least you know you're going to make a lot of fucking money. Yeah, I know, but I don't, I don't fucking Sorry. know, man. Sorry, I really don't anyways, know. we got on a tangent, guys. So Debbie gets a compressor and a nail gun, and she starts shooting zombie Frank. And then Abby gets back, and she's like, you killed my boyfriend. But then he wakes up, and then he starts choking her, and then Abby or Debbie just comes behind and then stabs him in the back. With, like, a giant steak. Yeah, with, like, a giant steak. I thought I was watching, like, I've been watching a lot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer right now, so I thought I was watching great, Buffy again. Great show. It's so good. I, I can't, I've never watched it before. I've never seen what? a single episode. Sarah Michelle Gellar, I mean... 
I love Sarah Great. Michelle Gellar and I love Allison uh, Hannigan so much. Like, dude, Allison Good Hannigan show. is like one of my favorite of all time. Like, seeing, like being that I've never seen Buffy before and watching it, it's just like a joy all over again. Because like I was like the biggest How I Met Your Mother fan, and like Allison Hannigan was literally my favorite character on that show. So like watching this now, I'm like. This is just like seeing her all over again. Like I love her. I love her. It's just such a good shit. It's a classic. It's it's definitely one of the great '90s, early 2000s shows. It's really good too. And just under the guise of like it being vampire, and after like watching so many vampire movies and like all of them sucking, and realize I hated vampires. Like it's a breath of fresh air. I can't believe you just now are watching it. Yeah, I'd never seen it. Elena and James have been telling me to watch it forever, and I was just scrolling through Amazon the other day, and I saw all the seasons were there, so I was like, all right, I'll start it. And right when I started it, I was fucking hooked. Yeah, seven years, 145 episodes. Ugh, so great. Yeah, I need to, I need to get through those, and then I need to watch Angel. I never watch Angel, but... James was telling me, though, a lot of, and a lot of other people were telling me, too, that uh, a lot of people actually say it's better than Buffy. Buffy, yeah, I've heard that. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the end of the movie. The house starts blowing up, but only like a small blow up. Okay, I noted this. It reminded me of which one where the house starts exploding. Was that the, that was the third one, right? Two. Was it three? I don't three, know. It was 3D. Or, it was 3D. Yeah, it explodes in like the, same shit happens. Like the, the cops It starts walk, exploding in like in, 10 the different front angles. Door just like, yes, before they even walk in, the front door just explodes. And I'm like, what? What? How did it explode? And you think the whole house is going to explode, but apparently it was just a small just explosion in like Literally. one tiny room, and that was it. Literally. Yeah. And then outside of the house, and in the end, um, the detective finds a Polaroid of a baby. And also, who was that baby? Was that the son? I guess. Dude, I don't know who the fucking baby was. I guess. That's my only That's my only guess. That's the only thing that makes sense. They pull out a Polaroid of the baby, and they go to hand to Debbie. They're like, hey, does this belong to you? And she goes, no. It belongs to the house. And then that fucking happy music starts again, and then it, like, pans out of a house that's not the Amityville house. So I'm like, I, I literally started this movie not knowing what was happening, and I ended this movie fully paying attention, putting all the pieces together, and I have no fucking clue Still what this no is about. Idea. Still no idea. It has nothing to do with Amityville. I don't know what the story was. I don't know who that fucking kid was. I don't know what his relevance to the plot was. I don't know who the fucking baby was. I don't even know if it was him. Still don't know why... Frank's face burned in acid. Still don't know. I don't nothing. And there weren't even any flies. No flies. Dude, like, what the... F- this was... So non-Amityville. This was a bore. This was fucking grueling. This was not fun to watch. It was fun to record because, honestly, like, I knew... When Kim was watching, she really wanted me to cover another Amityville with this one. And I was like, no... Because I knew there was going to be content in this and talking about all the things that they didn't do. It's fair, which was a lot in this circumstance. Like, it's just so, it's so different from all the other Amityvilles, but not in a way that's entertaining or good in any way. It doesn't, like, change anything that's like, oh, okay, this is, it's not even a movie. This is not a movie. It's not, unfortunately. It literally feels like a short film. It just goes by and then you're like, wait, what? It feels like a short film, but also it feels... It, actually, it didn't feel like it went by that long, which is kind of weird. Like, it didn't, it didn't feel like... It didn't. It didn't feel like I was sitting there watching it forever, but at the same time, like, it's really weird because nothing was happening, and usually when nothing's happening in a movie, I'm like, this is taking forever. Because there was no clear start, middle, or end. Because you're just waiting for something to kick off the whole time, so you, like, you're watching, waiting for something to happen, and by that time, you're, like, at the end of the movie, and then you're like, oh, so this is a short film. Absolutely. This is a clusterfuck of a movie. An absolute clusterfuck. Clusterfuck! 
I'm going to answer this for both of us. Uh, we do not recommend this, and um, I know Kim wants to rate this zero, but just, well, okay, here's the th okay, here's the thing. We rate this zero. We both rate this zero 100%. Um, uh, just for the fact that, you know, I have letterbox reviews, I'm always inclined to go, like, half a star being the lowest. But to be fair, okay, so I rated this half a star in letterbox because that's really the lowest you can go. I think you could technically do no star in letterboxed. You can. Yeah, okay, you so can. you can. So, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go on Letterbox right now. I'm going to switch. This is no stars. This is a zero star movie. Yeah, it's 100%. Dude, I haven't rated anything zero stars in a long time, but literally, like, this is not a movie. It's bad. Um, Yeah, it's just bad. There's really nothing else to it. This is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. There's five kills in it. They all sucked. I guess there are five. Yeah, they're they're all bad technically six if you count the kid that hung himself and whatnot but that kind of happened before the movie and we only see dreams of it so i don't really count yeah it. no not counting it and no boobs and no flies so there's a there's uh five on the kill count zero on the boob count zero on the fly count i think we should do a fly count for amityville movies and there's zero on this one so thanks so fuck you amityville five and you know what's really hard too i almost didn't do a fuck mary kill for this because None of the characters are interesting. They're just, like, people, basically. I was, I was literally... You took the words out of my mouth. I was literally going to be like, who are we going to marry fucking kill? But no one's even exciting to do any of that. It's not... This is not an exciting one at all. So you have Zombie Frank, Debbie, and me. And I really just tossed Debbie in because she's a deplorable character. I'm fucking killing Debbie. That's fair. I'll fuck Zombie Frank and I'll marry you, Caleb. That's exactly what I would do, too, because that's the only thing you can do. And it's not a fun... Like, it's exactly, I, would, I would marry myself. That's exactly what I would do. Well, honestly, like, I, I, you, everyone knows I don't answer for these, but I'm gonna for this because what else do you do? Debbie fucking sucks. Kill her. Fuck Frank. Get it out of the way. Move on. And then marry anyone else beside these characters in this movie. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, yeah, guys, that was um, Amityville... Th th or Amityville the Curse, I think it's called. Or the... Curse of Amityville. The Amityville Curse. What? Yeah, the Amityville, Amityville Curse, Curse 1990. This shit fucking sucks, dude. Yeah, it's terrible. Don't watch it. Don't recommend. It, this is the official decline of this Amityville venture, but I think it's going to go up a little bit because we have It's About Time next. And I'm glad, like, so I guess we did say yeah. this one was going to have to be about an object. And even though I really want to say that this one isn't about an object, I guess technically you can say. Okay, so one was about the booth, a lamp. One was about a confessional booth, and one's about time. What was the one before it? The 3D wasn't that about something too? What was that Fuck. about? Was because we didn't we say that there were like three in a row about objects or something? I don't remember, dude. What was three about? What was the point of three? Wait, wasn't it like the girl dies after the seance at the end? But what was the? What was the? Uh... There's a lamp. I don't think there was an object in that one. I think it literally was like them trying to prove the news, the fake news reporters that the house wasn't haunted, but it actually was. I don't remember it. Honestly, I said I remembered 3D, but I don't remember 3D. I remember two, four, and one. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think there was actually an object in 3D. There definitely wasn't. Becky, Aunt Becky just dies at the end after the seance. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, what is that background noise? Your TV on? Oh, it is. Can you can hear it? <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. I get hell to hear low. that. It was on the whole time, but I, didn't, I hope it wasn't that loud. Jeez. I'm sure it picked up. It's fine. 
Yeah, no, I don't think there was an object in that. I don't know. Uh, we also just found out that Kim had her TV on the whole episode, so hopefully you guys don't hear that the whole time. Sorry, guys. Real Housewives. Sorry. Who just <laughs> keeps Real Housewives on while they're recording a podcast? Um, A lot of fucking people, I'm sure. So okay, don't well, that's even fair. Get me if you started. enjoyed the episode and you enjoyed listening to us, go ahead and head over to patreon.com slash horror soup and check out all the bonus stuff we do. Hopefully, we'll do some bonus Amityville stuff soon. Uh, go ahead and follow the Instagram at horror soup, the Twitter at horror soup sucks and follow my letterboxed at uh horse soup caleb and of course also i uh, haven't mentioned this in a while so check out all bulls welcome on youtube and check out my other show donkey flatio check out scream check out uh kim's new amityville book and kim sign us out suck my butt 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 okay suck my butt suck my butt suck my butt grubs up baby grubs up give me horror soup give me give me horror soup give it give it horror soup horror soup would you like some bread i'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt it'll taste really nice you've done really well because this stuff tastes just like hell swallow it down it'll fill up a hole Stick out your tongue and look out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Horror soup. We'll keep you well fed. It's gorgeous smell. Could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy's low, you know what to do. Simply double on down some of the spooky stew. The wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Rubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup. Give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Rubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef, I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup, I'll do the washing up, I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full, I'm getting full. my belly's gonna Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup. Horror soup. He can't even look after himself.